And if you feel like I feel, baby, come on. Whoa, come on. Let's get it on. Hello, everybody. My name is Anish Kalbra. I'm here with my co-hosts, Joe and Michelle. Joe, we already fucking up, bro. Well, you, you, when you leaned Man, in. Man, you fucked it up already. When you leaned you in. You fucked up the whole vibe. Well, yeah, so there's Joey for you. And we also have James Moe here. Hello, James Moe. Hello. You want to say anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, I was going to let you say something, but you dropped something. So, do you have anything to say? No. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to our podcast, Half and Half. Where we talk about nothing and everything, all at the same time. We're trying to work on that, so I hope you guys like it. Um, so, today, guys, before we get into uh, to the shits, how was your guys' week? Weeks? Who would like to start? Um, yeah, not much happened. Just another week. I'm tired. I just want to sleep. But, you know, I'm here. <coughs> I'm ready. Podcasting must be hard work. I agree. How about you, Joey? Yeah, same thing. Work, tired, just wish there was more hours in the day or less work to be done in the week. Uh, yeah, my, my week was great. Yeah? Yeah, I wasn't tired. Cool. Did you do anything cool? No, I'm just trying to change it up because like we're, we started off very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, I'm, Yo, we I'm here because I have to be. We forgot everyone. We did have something exciting happen this week. We got unlimited wings. Dude, I thought those wings were kind of overrated. Um, they weren't bad. I think they were bad. So we went to uh, this place called the Mad Hatter. They uh, tried to screw us over, honestly. So we we saw yeah. every Thursday unlimited wings, right? We're like, okay, perfect. Eagles, Giants, great game. Woo! Um, and yeah, why not get some unlimited wings and enjoy each other's company? Um, but then we get there, and the owner tries to tell us, yeah, because there's football today... We're not going to do the unlimited wings special. I think it's because we were wearing uh, Giants, I mean, Eagle stuff. Because when we walked in, he saw our Eagle stuff. Like, as he was checking out, he said, get the fuck out of here. You can't come in here. Yeah. I'm like, bro, we made a reservation. <sighs> what I said to that was, there's going to be football every Thursday for the next few months. So why would they advertise yeah. a Thursday special? That's not during football when football is the whole reason why people would even go there. doesn't make any sense. I don't know, man. But, like, they were One Republic, right? One Republic had to close down. Yeah. You think it's the same owner? Just no. a different name? I mean, maybe. But you, you know why One Republic closed down? Because, like, underage and, like, fights and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, I heard a whole bunch a of stupid stuff. A lot of drunken fights in Hoboken happened. Um, Was that the place where someone, like, cracked their skull? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. People got fucked up. So, for people who don't know, supposedly, uh, I guess a bouncer was, like, fighting someone outside of One Republic and, like, threw him down. He hit his head on the concrete and it fucked him up, right? Yep. I think so. Don't fight bouncers, guys. Come on. Don't drink and fight. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, uh, you know, you brought up a very good point about the Eagles and Giants. Um, being an Eagles fan, go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fuck the Eagles. We're going to censor that part out because that's disrespectful, okay? So. You're disrespectful. Be- shut the fuck up, James. I'm trying to talk here about the Eagles, okay? So, being an Eagles fan, I just wanted to say, shout out to all the Eagles fans. It's a great win that we had against the Giants. Crickets chirping. Shout out to all the Eagles fans. We right. did it. That was a great win against the Giants. I'm very proud of our team. 
Um, and James, being a Giants fan, did you have any thoughts on the game? Please. Um, yeah, the Giants suck. It is what it is, though. You know, it's been a long time coming. Um, you know, it's fine. It's not Joey, <laughs> being a, uh, I guess, a non-fan of a football team, do you have a preference or uh, thoughts on the game? Thoughts on the game is I thought the Giants were going to play better due to the divisional rivalry, but I was kind of let down. But I think part of it was the morale of the Giants was pretty much destroyed the first drive of the game with that Eli Manning interception. Yeah. That was a great interception. Not even just that one. Also, just like to fumble, to almost fumble it right off the kickoff too. Yeah, right there. it just started off bad. I almost yeah, forgot about that. Bad. So they almost fumbled the kickoff. Then he, he didn't throw a pick that first drive, did he? Uh, it was yeah. the first play. That was a pick. The I first think play. It was the first play. I don't know if it was the first play, but it was the first drive I know for sure. He threw a pick. It was a bad pass. It was I remember deflected, the pass. Yeah, intercepted. I the first and that, especially after the Odell Beckham kind of drama. The Giants kind of having drama, and then to start off the game like that, just your your mind is. So I want to I want to talk about Odell in that situation. Before that, I just want to say Saquon Barkley. I hate to say it, but that dude is gonna be the real deal, man. Just there the way he's deal, jumping man. over people, like you bounce off him. He's too fast. He's too strong. He's got a low center of gravity. Like people are just bouncing off of him, and he's got no offensive line. Like, I don't get it. Barry like, Sanders, yes, man. Like, That's crazy. Like, I've said this before, and I know it's too early to call it, but in terms of just pure ability, I think he's already the best running back in the league. Like, in terms of just pure athletic prowess, I don't think anyone can do what he does on the field every single day. I missed last season. Like, I didn't watch any last season. So, I like, my my opinion is even lower than a normal person's who watches football but based on what i've seen from him is he like that's that's a, at least a conversation yeah, i don't think it's an unreal see thing. i feel like he's not there yet he will be but i feel like levion and zeke have a better skill set than him because it's, it's similar he's just a little stronger so i think theirs is a little better right now but levion isn't fast levion's fast he's much quicker than you think he is he's not he's not four f- like four I actually three. wonder what his forty is. Yeah, look at his forty time. Yes, yeah, Saquon I, runs a four three. Um, like he he ran dude, a four four. He's a monster athlete. He, he said he ran a four. He said he ran a four two, but he ran a four four in the draft or in the combine. And he was disappointed. Yeah, because you you see him in the combine, he tripped up a little bit in the beginning, so he could have had a much better speed too. And not to mention he he like set the record for like benching for like running backs or something, right? Something crazy like that. So he ran a four six. Le'Veon Bell. That's not fast. Yeah. That he was faster than that. Yeah, Dude, like, I, I ran a four six. What did Zeke run? <laughs> what did Zeke run? But he's uh, also like much stronger and much more athletic than you. No, I mean in terms of being fast for an NFL running back, that's like that's not fast. That's that's a good speed. That's if he's a power back, that's a good good he speed. But Le'Veon Bell is more agile and more like a like technician than he is. Like he's not going to get to the edge and then just run down the field. Zeke ran a four four six. Yeah. What did Saquon run? Like a 4-4 four, four or something. But I think they said uh, his, his actual speed is, is better because he, he did not like get a good start for yeah. the actual combine. I heard that like he originally, like they expected him to run in the 4-2 uh, range. That's so insane. Barkley ran a 4-4-1. Four, four, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he's going to be nice. Like, 
if he's healthy, I, I don't think it's out of the question to think he, like, again, I know it's way too early, but, like, he has what it takes to potentially be... He has everything. Be, he, has, be, he has all the skills. He has the potential to be, like, the greatest running back mm-hmm. ever. I don't think it's, it's going to... Before the end of the season, I don't think it's going to be too, too much of a conversation or argument to consider him a top three running back. He's already top five, easy. Yeah, I can see that. He's but, like, top, top three, like... No, I mean, like, established top three oh, running yeah. back. Yeah. Because the list is always changing, you know? So I think he can definitely establish himself as, yeah. like, a top back. But and that's I, not even where the dude, problem is. the are. thing is, like... Like Eagles have a great run defense, and with that, with our terrible offensive line, he still kind of shredded that. Like not not like killed them, but like he he did well. At I one, mean, if at right. one point he had a hundred, like he I think it was hundred and twenty eight yards he had, and the rest of the offense twenty six, twenty six, yeah, twenty seven, something like that. See, because I don't know, like maybe the Giants weren't ready. Like in fairness, right, the Giant, the Eagles weren't doing that well of tackling, but even like. I was talking to James about this earlier. Like, normal hits on other running backs, you would go down. Like, the hits that the Eagles are doing. Like, down low, try to swipe at his legs, try to, like, hit him, whatever, whatever. He was, like, people were bouncing off this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember players were, like, Malcolm Jenkins even, like, try to wrap him up. And he still couldn't bring the dude down. His thighs, dude. Yeah, like, his normal like normal hits just aren't going to bring him down. It's going to have to be a gang tackle kind of thing. Yeah, Dude, in the game against, like, Carolina, he had, like, one run where the, basically like half the entire defense had to pull yeah, him down. Yeah, I remember that. insane. That's crazy, though. But then, okay, so Saquon's nice. So then what is the problem with the Giants? Is it is it Odell? No. He He's not helping the problem, but I wouldn't say he is the problem. He's not helping, though. Okay, so this is my theory, mm-hmm. right? Everyone is saying Eli's crazy, blah, 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 right? First of all, fuck the Giants. Let's just put that out there, all right? Second of all, I don't think Eli is the problem. I think it's the offensive line. Because you put any, like, people would say you could have gotten, like, a Sam Darnold or, like, any of these players. You put anyone behind that line, they're going to get fucked. Like, that's not good for their development. That's not good for the team. Like, he's going to keep getting hit. Eli Manning got hit, like, 13 times. During the the Eagles-Giants game, you know, he would snap the ball and, like, the line was already in his face. Yeah. To really, to you really have to go into game film and look at the time between him getting the snap and him releasing the ball... And then compare that to his sacks when he gets knocked down. And then compare that to someone like Tom Brady, who was always known to have a very quick release um, but, okay. time. And then you could see, hey, if the time is really high, that means he's not letting go of the ball, which means it's more of his fault. But if he's getting hit in four and a half seconds, then it's the line. Okay. Going back, the Giants have made offenses where it was quick release. Like Eli Manning would take three steps back and just throw it and he was successful during that i mean but those weren't the offenses that won super bowls exactly yeah but like dude 13 hits on a quarterback in the game is a lot right like i remember you know fletcher cox the the dude tried to block fletcher cox and fletcher cox literally just pushed him out of the way with one hand and was in the quarterback's face no effort on his part really like he just went like that and the lineman got pushed right and this happened consistently like you're gonna be inaccurate if one a big-ass motherfucker is going to come hit you, right? Now you got four big motherfuckers coming at you in your face every play. Like, yeah, your accuracy is going to be a little off your t- your clock, which is all the quarterback works on is off. Like, And if you I have the it. threat of being destroyed That's as a quarterback, saying, bro. it's going to... If that's you're not 37-year-old quarterback, you're going to get hit and hit and hit and yeah. hit. If he's not comfortable back there, like if he doesn't have the full trust of his line, then yeah. it's going to be it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Uh, as a Giants fan, I have to say... It's probably three things. You know, the line is trash. Obviously, the line is terrible. But the fact that Eli can't move around well, 
it doesn't help. You know, like it, it makes the line seem even worse than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the line is trash though. Um, but you know, Eli, like the problem is Eli's playing scared. Yeah. <laughs> He's afraid of getting hit. And so he'll look and he doesn't find the right read. He just throws it, tries to get rid of it as quickly as he can without really knowing what he's doing. And like, I don't think physically, I think physically he can still play, but you need a good line for him. Otherwise yeah. he's, he's just scared. And he's, and that's why I think, you know, we, the Giants have to, have to bench Eli Manning. Dude, uh, no, I don't, I don't think that's what you have to do. Unless you want to go on full tank mode. Because what I think is a situation is, um, like, all right, so Eli Manning has always been inaccurate, right? Like, he's always been one of the leaders in the interceptions a year. Like, that's always been his problem, right? But one, he's been clutch, and two, he's been reliable, right? But, like, how are you reliable if you don't even have a second to throw? Like, there, were, I remember a, a play clearly during the Eagles-Giants game where, like, he dropped back, right? He tried to throw a screen, but he couldn't even throw the screen because, like, the defensive lineman of the Eagles were right in his face, right? And people were like, what the fuck are you doing, Eli? What are you doing? Like, what is he supposed to do? Like, he gets the ball, and someone's literally in his face about to crack yeah. him. And he's supposed to be like, nah, here's this crisp pass. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? On a screen, about? you have to at least touch yeah, the Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You can't about. just let him go. I don't know, man. That's you just gotta, like... You got to hit and release. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> you get hit 13 you, times? You would think that a screen, when a team is, like, killing the quarterback like that, screen should work because a lineman giving that good initial contact and then breaking off should feel legitimate because that's what they're doing anyway. But if you're just going to, like, tap them and go, then... All right, for context, right? How many times do you think the Eagles defense blitzed versus the Giants that game? Probably not that often. They blitzed one time the entire game. One? One time. Damn. And Eli Manning was getting hit every play almost. Yeah. So it was just D-line. D-line yeah. Was just That's what I'm saying. Dude, our D-line is amazing. Our D-line makes our defense. Right? Like, yeah, we have a lot of good players. But like, our D-line makes the defense. And you go against a trash offensive line, I don't give a fuck... Yo, Saquon Barkley could have got 200 yards. Like, that's not going to make a difference because your old offense isn't doing anything. Yeah. It's one of those, like, where you see players' stats. Yeah. And they look really good, but then you see the score, and it's like, oh, well. Yeah, you had to get the ball a million times because the team couldn't do anything else. I mean, that makes it more impressive, though, if anything. Like, dude, Saquon, ever since the beginning of the yeah, year, he's been, getting, he's been getting touched at least at the be- front, at, before the line of scrimmage almost every single play. I see that. And he's still is breaking out runs. Like, there's always these, this uh, caption I always see. It's like, the most impressive three-yard run you'll ever see. <laughs> or the best... Yeah. yeah, I saw this thing at NFL Reddit. It's like, the best nine-yard run you'll ever see. And I think that was the play where, like, the seven players tried to tackle him and he was just hopping over everybody. Yeah. It's crazy. But two other running backs that were amazing that had really bad offensive lines, Barry Sanders, LaDainian Tomlinson. So Was LT's O-line that bad, though? Dude, like, Rivers wasn't getting no, killed like no. that. No, back in the day, dude... The Chargers were the worst team in football. I remember And there was, that. like, the Sports Illustrated article was basically, like, it's LT. Is, it. He's it. <laughs> and everyone was, like, pissed off and, like, offended. Like, what the... F- he's not the whole team. And it's like, well, if you look at the record and you look at the stats, he is the whole team. So why don't you block their someone? defense was historically bad. Like, it was just, like, the offense carrying them. And then, like, Philip Rivers... No, they, they were going, like, they were... Yeah, they no, were they were bad. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, I remember So, that. no, it was just... Let's give LT the ball and hopefully something will happen. Oh, we lost again. Well, he had 150 yards. That's good. I don't know. I feel like people are too quick to to judge Eli Manning though. And it's I don't hard. even like. I don't think Eli Manning is that great of a quarterback, but I don't think he's a problem. Put Tom Brady behind. I mean, all right, Tom Brady can make anything better. But like, Tom Tom Brady. Put another has quarterback behind there. A super quick release. At least he used to when I actually paid attention to that kind of stuff, where 
they showed clips of just him getting yeah. the snap and releasing it was and like, way I know, faster. I know that Eli Manning beat Tom Brady twice, but like in terms of quarterbacks, like they're not on the same level. He didn't. They're not, they're not, not on the same. But like people do consider Eli Manning an amazing quarterback. Well, like, the they're thing not on the is, same if you watch football, the quarterbacks <laughs> don't go against each other, so it's it's not really a battle. It's it's the Giants' defense was really good, right? They had a great defense. And the, yeah, the D line and, and, the, <laughs> <Again. laughs> and New England's defense was awful. Yeah. Like that's that was their problem all year. They had like the thirty second ranked defense. Wait, which year? Uh, probably both. Oh, 18 both. No, both. eighteen and one. They weren't. They weren't thirty second. They, they probably weren't the worst that year. I think they were average. No, actually, but that, they weren't that year our defense was actually the one best. Of the, no, our defense was one of the worst. Up until the regular season, and then we just started killing it. At oh, the in the regular season, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, we did not. Do Your D line well. had so many sacks that year. Oh yeah, I think that was the year that we you had Michael Strahan. Like, come on. you had Strahan, you had Tug, dude. That we was a crazy D line. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Jason, Pierre Paul. Second year, no, he was Pierre Paul too, right? Jason Pierre second year. That's what I mean. Yeah. But speaking, all right. Speaking of good quarterbacks, right? So this past week, Drew Brees broke the all-time passing yards touchdown. So let's just give him a round of applause. Congratulations, Drew Brees. Okay. Now, my question to you is this, right? Uh, they were talking during the game, Drew Brees has broken a bunch of records uh, as a quarterback, right? But I feel like he doesn't get enough love when it comes to, like, where top quarterbacks of all time, things like that, right? Where do you think Drew Brees, when his career is finished, as, let, let's suppose his career finishes after this year, where does he rank in terms of all-time quarterbacks? I'm just curious to know. See, I feel like it's a little hard to rank just because, you know, we didn't really watch a lot of, like, the really old guys who played so it's kind of hard to say without having the real eye test you know um but he's definitely one of the best that we've seen in our in our time of watching definitely because all right what do you think joey if we go by super bowls because that's what a lot of people he has won so that kind of lowers his stock a bit because is it steve young who had four with jerry rice and stuff with the 49ers how many did terry bradshaw have three i think two or three um tom brady five But see, all right, so my um, counter-argument to that, mm-hmm. Dan Marino has zero, but he's considered one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But is he top three or uh, top five? I don't know if people – I feel like I've seen some lists with him. He's maybe. a top quarterback, but – No, he's one of the best quarterbacks. Like, I've seen people – yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, I have seen people put Marino in, like, their top three or top five. But that's why there's such argument for that is, exactly. at the end of the day, he didn't win a Super Bowl. So it's just – he wasn't able to bring it all together. Whether the rest of the team sucked, I mean, part of being a, a great player, it's it's like if, if Saquon has, you know, 900 yards a season, and it's like, well, he's one of the best backs, he just didn't have the yards, you know, like, you have to, you have to have the stats, you have to get wins, and you have to win Super Bowls. Okay, so... Like, I, I think, like... Let as, me put it... All right, go ahead, go ahead. As much as people want to, like, discredit Eli, like, I think it matters, because... Being Because you are the leader of the offense, and you do bring everyone together. So winning Super Bowls does matter. Okay, so let me ask you this then. Um, Drew Brees is first in... All right, let, let, me, let me take a step back, right? Where do you put Peyton Manning in terms of all-time quarterbacks? So in terms of what we've, I've seen, I would put Brady and then Peyton probably. Okay, because Drew Brees is top in passing yards all-time, top in passing completion percentage all-time. Top, uh, he's fourth in passing touchdowns. He can take uh, Peyton Manning over probably in the season or next year. Um, he's top in um, pass. We said passing yards, 
pass completions of all time. He's first in a bunch of quarterback records, right? Yeah. And he's taken over Tom uh, Peyton Manning in a bunch of these records, right? Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls, one with the Colts, two with the Broncos, which... Um, no, one yeah. with the Broncos. One with the Colts, one with the Broncos. Oh, okay. I thought you said, I thought you said two with the he, Broncos. He meant number two. Yeah, oh, one, okay. one with the, he won two rings, one with the Colts, one with the Broncos. Yeah. Right? Drew Brees won one. But you think the difference is that Drew Brees' one ring makes him not as good as Peyton Manning? Because, like, if you look at, you know, if there was any other quarterback who had broken those many records and was like that, he would be, like, highly lauded, like, best of all time, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like not enough people talk about it. And I'm just curious, like, why? Why is that? Um, Bro, top, hard. top in passing yards, top in pass attempts of all time, top in pass completion percentage of all time, fourth in court, most touchdowns thrown. Like, he's top in all these, these, these statistics. I, I think part of it comes... Through the group of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees all playing at the same time, so kind of he's in, he was in the shadow because Tom Brady. Tom Brady's knows Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't even want to like. I get that part. But then, then why isn't a discussion between Drew Brees and Peyton Manning? Because I'm just I'm just thinking like, what is it? From what I remember, when Drew Brees was on the was Chargers. on the Chargers, he was he yeah. wasn't. Considered a top quarterback. So when he was on the Chargers, he got injured like second or third year in. He had a twenty five percent chance of playing football ever again. Mm-hmm. Right? They said like you're not gonna be able to play football. This well, dude. What happened to him? I don't know. Some really bad shoulder injury or like some like shoulder backish area, but like it was really bad. Mm-hmm. So they thought he wasn't even gonna play football ever again. Then he went to the Saints, and like you saw, like the Saints when he went to the Saints were a trash organization. He changed that franchise around, won them a ring and everything. Right? Mm-hmm. So like. But why doesn't that get enough? Is it because he's humble? He doesn't like go out and do like a bunch of media. Like, what is it? There's got to be something, bro. He's definitely one of the best quarterbacks we've seen. Pay- yeah, definitely, definitely. Peyton's image was also there was a lot with the commercials and everything, so he kind of got his name publicity. out there. Yeah, publicity. Being a Manning itself and, is yeah puts yeah. you above. Just and because. Peyton was usually at the top of like regular season stats, and then yeah. you know he blew his load in the playoffs. But then so is Drew Brees. And he, he performs in the playoffs, but his team isn't that good. Like, his, like, his defense will suck, like, shit like that, but, like, he performs. But I, from what I remember in high school and everything is it was like, dude, this is the year Peyton killed the regular season, he's going to win the Super Bowl, and then, you know, they blow they blow it and they lose. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did do that a lot. Peyton, right? Peyton. He's never been clutch. I feel like... Drew Brees, yo, has, has been the clutch. <laughs> yeah. Peyton took the skill. You liked the yeah. clutch. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what happened, bro. Yeah. What would you rather have, the clutch or the regular season? <laughs> Peyton. Yeah, the, the Peyton or the Eli. And then Eli and the playoffs. No, no, no you, have to, you have to have one or the other. It depends. You'd have to look at the teams. They both have the same number of rings, technically. But yeah. did Pey- how was Peyton's defense the years that they went to the playoffs and the years he won? No, he, he's been a lot. Okay. Like, okay. A lot of the reasons that he's he's lost has come down to him in the playoffs. Like, in terms of, like, unclutched throws, interceptions. Like, he has made plenty of mistakes in the playoffs. Yeah, did they get blown out that one year against, against the Seahawks, right? Yeah, I think so. Or, like, uh, against the Saints or something, he throws a game-winning pick. Or, like, in the playoffs also, he throws... Like, it's just a bunch of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he just couldn't... He couldn't face the pressure. Yeah, Eli, Eli's unfazed. He just... Forrest Gump out there, just Seriously, throw the bro. ball. I think one of the things with Eli, too, is during the regular season, he had to come back a lot. 
Like he had, he's had a like one of the most amounts of fourth quarter comebacks, hasn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So he's extremely clutch. You know, when he does it six times in a season, it's like okay, That's six wins. I think that's what I'm saying. But it's like, oh, okay, I've done this all season. Yeah. Like Peyton Manning is doing super well and not having to come back all the time. That when he does, it's like, hey, Peyton, it's your time. The game relies on you now, and it's like, oh shit, interception. You know, sports psychology. It's crazy, man. It's, yeah. It's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, I feel like that's been part of why it's so been so hard for Giants fans to be like Eli's done, just because we still see like flashes of like focused in Eli, and yo, the dude can ball. Like when he dude, can, when he's focused, you, he can ball. If you put a decent line around him, you guys are not a bad team anymore. You're not. Yeah. He's just scared, and it, I don't it, blame it him. him yeah. It's for as a 37 year old, he's like, got kids and stuff. Imagine what he's probably going. Like I don't know. I, I can just imagine from 37 year old, I'm getting smacked every play. They said one game is like the equivalent of a serious car crash on your body. Yeah, jeez. One game. Yeah, and your quarterback is a 37-year-old getting popped and popped and popped. Fuck that. I would, I would play scared, too. But I'm also not in the NFL, so. Were, when you were younger playing football, when was there ever years where you got hit a lot and bro, you I would, didn't want to play and stuff like that? Bro, I would go up against... When I played football in high school, I played D-end, right? Mm. One of the dudes I played tackle, uh, I played offensive line against, he's in the NFL, like, fringe player, right? The other dude, so he's like 6'6", 300-something. The other dude was like six foot something 300. The other dude was like six foot or like 5'11", close to 300, if not 300. Mm-hmm. And here I am, little 5'11", 180, 190 in this, trying to go up against these big-ass motherfuckers. Yeah, I got my ass beat a lot, but I hold, I held my own, especially like when I first started off. But were you, were you ever going out to the field afraid, knowing like, I'm going to go out there and this dude is going to kick the shit out of me? I'm sure there was once or twice, like, if it was, like, they put me up, like, we're doing one-on-ones against a bigger dude. Mm. Like, I'm still going to go at it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be scared. It's hard. Yeah, it's just... I wasn't as athletic as as Joey. No, I mean, I had... That was, for me, that was eighth grade. Because we had 12 kids on our team. That's crazy. So we had 11 starters and a bench player. So it was, like, a fantasy team. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, The weight limit was 160. Our average weight of the team of our team players was 120. That's crazy. So I was 115, and we played this one really good team. And on defense, playing D end, I got double teamed by the tight end and wing back every play. And I just didn't even want to play defense anymore because they would just, both of them were like 140, 150, and they would just both just take me out every That's play. And it was like, we were. We went 0-8. It was my worst football season in ever. And it was just like, I don't even want to be here anymore. <laughs> See, I think I held my own playing football, and that's basically because I was pretty smart compared to the other players. So, like, I could sniff out the play before it even happened. Yeah. So I was like, all right, this is what's going to happen here. This is what's going to happen. All right, I know I'm going to attack yeah, the situation. Yeah. Like, I could read the shit. Yeah. So that's how I was able to find. Yeah, and high school is a lot different. Cause yeah. Felt like, eighth grade, you just go up and play pretty yeah. much. Like you learn some plays, but you don't take it as seriously and you don't study. I was like the, so. uh, I was a scout team hero. I would always, I loved going against yeah. first team offense and just fucking shit up. Yeah. So that was that was my thing. <laughs> if you guys want us, me and Anish, to talk about our our high school glory, we can. No. Nah. Uh, Let's move on to some more yeah. serious shit. Okay. Um. So I don't know if you guys have been following the news, but there was an interesting uh, news event that's been circulating. Um. That I wanted to. Get your guys' thoughts on and share with you. So have you guys heard about this? Oh, let me just get this guy's name. 
the Saudi Arabian journalist who writes for the Washington Post. His name is Jamal Khashoggi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Jamal. Jamal. But it's probably Jamil or something like that. I don't know, right? Mr. Khashoggi. Khashoggi, right? So he's, um, he's from Saudi Arabia. He was writing for the Washington Post. And uh, I'm not sure how familiar you are with geopolitics, uh, which is just a big word for, I guess, bullshit. Um, so the, Saudi Arabia has a new um, leader. Have you guys heard about this? So just a little bit. From okay, yeah. So there's a new leader that Saudi Arabia has. He came into power a few months ago, maybe a year, right? When he first came into power, this dude like took a bunch of the billionaires in Saudi Arabia and locked them all up in a hotel as like jail and that to pay like fees or go to jail, right? He's done some questionable things, supposedly like, fighting corruption and a bunch of like all these things, right? But this reporter, Khashoggi, Khashoggi, Mr. K, um, was critical of uh, the Saudi Arabian prince, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call him, right? Saudi Arabian prince. So what happened is, this dude went into the Saudi Arabian embassy to try to get like a new passport or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Or a Ma- visa or no, something like that. it was to marry his wife. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, that's what it was, yeah. to marry his wife, right? To pick up some kind of papers that he had to pick up at the embassy, so the dude goes to the embassy, and then um, blah, blah, blah. And now Turkey supposedly has evidence that they've released that they're saying that there was an assassination squad at the embassy that was there to kill Mr. K, and they carried out an elaborate plan. And now Turkey is saying that they have this evidence of his disappearance and all this stuff, right? So now this has become a whole global relations nightmare because here's Saudi Arabia killing a journalist who was contributing for an American paper. I'm not sure what his relationship was with America. I'm, I'm pretty sure like he used to come here quite often. I don't think he was a citizen. Um, so they think he murdered him because he was talking about it and they used an assassination squad to kill him, right? And then they supposedly like, took his car afterwards, tried to like drive it to his house, act like it was him, all this stuff. Saudi Arabia is denying it. Turkey supposedly has evidence. There's videos and stuff like showing the supposed assassin- assassination squad people. It's 15 of them. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to get one your thoughts. I can give like a little more detail into mm-hmm. what happened if you guys would like to start so, off with that. So how did Turkey even get this evidence? I don't know. Okay, this? so um, apparently they gave back his, I think it was his phone and his Apple Watch. I read something, uh, an Apple Watch was a like important piece. And apparently he recorded when he started getting, he got questioned. And by questioned, he was tortured and then killed. And apparently he recorded the whole thing from his Apple Watch, and his Apple Watch uploaded it to the cloud. And then when they de- they tried to like delete files off his stuff, but they didn't delete the cloud files. So that's how Turkey was able to get them and find the evidence. And also, they I saw there was footage of him going into the embassy, but they didn't have any footage of him, him coming out. Yeah. So like basically, what happened is there's this fo- like he walks into the embassy, right? Blah, blah, blah happens. And then the only other thing is he doesn't walk out or anything. It's just his van going back and parking in his garage. No one has seen him since. Turkey's saying he's alive. I mean, uh, Turkey's saying he's dead. Um, Saudi Arabia is, is saying, like, no, I don't know what you guys are talking they're, about. They're just like, what? He left the embassy. Yeah, like, I don't know about? what you guys are talking about, yeah, right? That's it. So now it's this huge fucking, like, thing. Trump just came out today and he's like, yeah, there's going to be severe consequences if they did kill this journalist, like, blah, 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 right? So I have so many takes on this mm-hmm. and just like thoughts about this, but what do you guys think overall about the situation? Comes down to evidence. Yeah, I mean, 
it's kind of hard to really know what exactly is happening here without really. Uh, so imagine he is murdered. Mm-hmm. Then what? Because yo, don't you think he would come out if he was murdered? Well, well, wait, what? Don't you think he would like be like, hey guys, I'm if here. He wasn't murdered. Yeah, if he wasn't murdered, he'd be like, hey. Unless, what's up? unless all those death rumors. Unless it's a poli- it's a movement to try to get, like, because so, Turkey, because his wife is Turkish, and U.S. Do, so do we? Yeah, support so that's my theory Turkey on this. So like now. U.S. and Saudi Arabia are close. U.S. and Turkey are not. They're not having a good relationship right now. Okay. Right? So my thinking is they're trying to do this as a way to ruin America-Saudi Arabia relationships and strengthen yeah. Turkey and U.S. relationships because it's bad right now. So that's that's like that a, would make that's sense. a possibility. But what I find craziest about this is that there are actually things as assassination squads. That, oh, yeah. Dude. See, like, I feel like it's always something you see in a movie, but, like, to see actual... People who are just contract killers that come up in a, it's like a, it's like a movie almost. If you listen, like, um, I think his name is Tim Kennedy. He was on Joe Rogan. He was a UFC fighter and former Navy, Ding. was it Navy SEAL, the like SEAL team, like all those. And he talks about if you hear about a SEAL team doing something in the news, that means they failed. That makes sense. Like you should never hear, hear about, about anything they ever do. Ever. What about when they killed Bin Laden? That was huge. That's 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 because different. Obama came out. and was like, hey, we got him, <laughs> got him. That that's like that's way that's that's like the extreme. But all the other stuff they do right. is like you'll never hear about Super it. Super secret. Yeah. And we, the U.S., engage in a lot of fucking crazy, really shit. crazy shit. Supposedly, allegedly. I mean, you know, we could probably contract hitmen if we really wanted to. It's just like. I don't know. I was just thinking about the idea of like you always see stuff like this in the movies, like assassination squad and stuff. But to think that there's a group of fifteen people who got together who are their job is killing people, right? Yeah. right? Like, I was just thinking about the whole thing. It's like yo, someone hit them up. It's like yo, we need these people killed. They're not even from Saudi Arabia, so they all flew in together. They were having a plan about this dude. They're gonna kill him. How they're gonna kill him? They're gonna drive the car back. They had this elaborate plan. Yeah. And this motherfucker, Mr. K, had no idea what the fuck was going on. And 15 people, professional killers, who you can just hire with Bitcoin. Saudi Arabia, though, Saudi Arabia, the reason when there's the whole argument of when we talk about the richest people in the world, it's not really true because they are in control of everything, so they don't have to release their money. And they're saying, there's people like that think they have trillions of dollars. So it's like, hey, I'll give you a billion dollars if you kill this journalist. That's crazy, man. People are like... Do you People think really kill as, but you as gotta understand they don't live the same life you do or have the same past you did. Some of them, like, like I wonder what they're dated. Like, who are these people? Wake up. People's lives crazy are crazy. Drink coffee. Yeah, like what is like polish your gun? Because like it's so it's just it sounds like something out of fiction, bro. And then you see in real life like they have these people circled flying in <laughs> with like briefcases and shit. Like, do you think they have like matching jackets and stuff? Or? I wouldn't be surprised. It's like hit squad, like just, right in the back. Just like, uh, what do you think their name is? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get involved. <laughs> I don't know. Hack squad. Nah, dude. No, they're gonna kill us. Stop. I don't know if they would even be, like, they could be a team, like where they go in all fifteen of them and they're a squad and they do things, or it could be like, you know, independent contractors being hired together to carry out a job. I think that's what it was. Like, well, I mean, we'll never know. Because they, they, they flew in really from somewhere. It out. They flew in from somewhere. They, I think they, they, weren't even, they don't even live in Saudi Arabia. They, they have passports. 
Maybe it was Turkey they flew in from. I don't know. Damn. It's scary, man. It is scary. People just are like, this is literally some countries. You say some shit, you're gonna die. You say some Dude, bad there's, shit, there's slavery you're gonna going on die in Africa. And what is That's it, Libya or Syria man. right now? What a world we live in. Yeah. We I take mean, are we necessarily any better? We maybe people don't die, but we've had cases where you know people reveal information and. They're no longer welcome in the well, country. But see, like, Snowden? Yeah. yeah, but like that's different compared to me. Well, let's say I go on Twitter. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like Obama. I don't like Trump. Like, I don't have to worry about me getting killed by 15 assassination opinion, squad yeah. members. But then, like, Snowden released the truth and, you know. That always happened. Yo, historically, no whistleblower is ever accepted. Dude, and the funny thing is, uh, like, Obama, when he was, I think it was when he was campaigning for election or in the very beginning was saying, that like they were in huge support of whistleblowers, and then Snowden came out, and then yeah, know, I I don't know that whole thing happened. I don't know the full situation with that. That's crazy though. But I heard it's it didn't even start with Obama if I'm not mistaken. It may have started with Bush because I heard supposedly Bush was uh, doing it after 9/11. Like they wanted to catch. I don't I don't know. Like it's I'm not definitely too... all of them. Like the yeah, there's not. I feel like all presidents have been doing this, and it just got figured out. Dude, the, the ones who were really crazy and really weren't willing to do what everyone else wanted them to are the ones who get assassinated. Yeah, like JFK. True. The last real, like, genuine president who actually cared about people was probably JFK. Yeah. And after that... You know think Obama cared for the people? Because a lot of people think, I think say that he did. I, I think, I, that I he, think, did, so like, I think he was a good guy, but I think to a degree, for him to have made it there... I feel like there were forces that were allowing him to kind of get there, and he kind of had to like comply in some way at least. You okay. know? Very charismatic. Like, so play, you think he was playing the game? It, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so, hundred percent. Yeah, everyone plays. The he, game. I mean, I don't know if Kennedy was really for the people like that. Yeah, the Kennedys go way back in terms of their family and family history. Well, he was a wild dude too. Like yeah. apparently he was addicted to math and yeah, and he was he fucking was fucking was a Marilyn Monroe. Was addicted to meth. I don't think everyone was addicted. I mean, to that. people got addicted to the meth of going to the war and everything. In Vietnam, oh yeah, yeah, so. that that makes sense. Well, a lot of people did heroin and stuff over yeah, there. Yeah, and sorry, came that's back, what I meant. That's and then I meant. came back and didn't even really do it over here. Oh yeah, yeah. But he was in that war. He was just a dude who. Right. I mean, and also back then, who knows? It could have been like, dude, I made this crazy thing, and it'll, dude, it'll keep you up. You can get all this work done, and it's like, okay. I mean, you know, they say the the Nazis were all on meth. They say. Surprising. Or it might have been. I think it was meth. Yeah. Wasn't it big during Vietnam War? Yeah. Heroin, heroin was big. Oh, heroin. I was. I, I don't know the difference between them. Okay, heroin. Happily, <laughs> heroin is like is a opiate, so painkiller, uh, cloud nine feeling. Um, I'm trying to think based on people telling me since I had a lot of old friends get into heroin, unfortunately. But don't do heroin, kids. Then and meth. People. Meth is more like uh, coke and. In you got uh, amphetamines, and stuff, right? but just like high energy, uh, paranoia comes with you know anything like that. That's heroin. No meth. meth. Like meth. If you remember that scene Upper. in uh, Breaking Bad where like uh, Aaron, whatever his name is, he he like takes the meth at his house and he thinks like there's someone trying to like break in and stuff. If you remember, it was like season two maybe. I don't remember that. All right. Anyway, but just like freaking out, super right. high energy. Where heroin. Like, if you see someone on heroin, they'll be, like, nodding out and stuff. Like, they call it nodding out. is like, when they look like they're falling asleep. Why do you know all the drug terminology? Well, I learned about it in school, and I grew up with a lot of people that ended up in the drugs. So would you say D.A.R.E. was a successful program for you? Uh, actually, the, our, our D.A.R.E. officer is uh, dating one of my classmates. 
Interesting. Yeah. So he taught her about drugs in fifth grade, and now he's teaching he's her about her. dicks. <laughs> At twenty seven. The real curriculum. Yeah. Twenty seven. How old was he when he was your dare? Like fourteen. A young cop. No, he was a young cop, early twenties. That's damn, that's bro. Ten years, maybe. You were in but second you, grade. Fifth. So you got to think. What we're eleven. So if he's 20 to 22 at that time, that's 11 years. So now it'd be 27 to 38, which isn't that. Do you think they've ever had the conversation? It's like, yo, I, I taught you about drugs. You remember that? It's like, oh my I God. mean, yeah, oh I would assume that I would think about it. But that conversation is like, maybe, maybe it's better for them that way. Like, they like it. It's okay, let me teach you yeah. about drugs. I she wears her dare shirt and he comes in as a cop. <laughs> yo, I still have a bunch of dare shirts, bro. Uh, the black one with the red light. Yeah, light. that's the yeah. only one they had. Man, Darren was such no, a I failure. Had a, I had one with like blue words on mine. I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. Darren just that say was no a failure. Just fail. Oh, they yeah. should um, they should have like a real dare, like a. What do you mean a real? I don't dare? know, just like a more realistic. Like they give you samples. Really happens, no, bro. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just not sure what you mean. All right, kids, this dare. is heroin. <laughs> one of the biggest problems with dare and other like drug a realistic dare problems is that when they demonize everything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. People don't care. It's like it's like when you go somewhere and they have a thousand rules. In school, you can't chew gum. And you look at it like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm going to chew gum. gum. And it's like, oh, you can't do this. Well, this rule's stupid. I'm not going to... All these rules are stupid. So when you try alcohol, your parents drink, everyone older drinks, and then you drink and you have a great time. You're like, oh, it's not that bad. I'll smoke some pot. And then you see people smoking pot and they're fine. And then you try it. It's not that bad. And you're like, oh, dude, what, all this shit I learned is bullshit. What's next? Coke? And then people just move up the chain. They go, they rebel, or they just have fun. They do whatever they want. And it's just people don't take it as seriously. Because it's not, like, when you make everything really bad, and then people figure out it's not, then they lose trust, and then they just say fuck it and do whatever they want. That's great insight into human nature. That's 100% why dare does not work. Yeah, it's just stupid. They don't actually educate you about it. Stupid. Don't do this. Alright, I'll see you next week. Yeah. That's basically what dare is. Yeah. Yeah. If you do this, you will die. Yeah. You're gonna your family hate you. They're not you're gonna just disappoint them, they're gonna cry, and then you're gonna kill your brother, and then you know, your your Bro, what parents kind of dare program did you? No, I'm, I'm just saying like I mean, it's apparently all, it's the just, cop dated it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's just it's just bullshit. Like they're just like throwing out. Yo, that's what got that eleven year old hooked up. Like, oh my god, I don't want my brother to die. You'll protect me, officer. But you know what I mean. Where it's like they just About, say like oh, oh, whatever all all these terrible yeah. things are gonna happen and that's like, oh, I drank beer yesterday. There is I'm one thing though that I'll never forget from Dare, right? There's one dude one time. He, um, what, not the dude, officer. I forgot what his name was. But he, he came in with this uh, magazine, right? He's like, all right, I want you all to read this advertisement. Tell me what it says, right? And it was a cigarette commercial, right? I mean, an uh, ad, like, in the paper, in the mm-hmm. magazine. She was like, all right, what, do you, what does it say? And she's like, addictive-free, right? But it was additive-free. But it looks like addictive, right? Because that's how they try to get people. Mm-hmm. So she's like, addictive-free. And then, like, he showed it to, like, two other people. And it's like, yeah, addictive-free. He's like, no, it says additive-free. So that's when I realized people don't care about us. Oh, yeah. People, false advertising is Dude, serious. You know why they had, like, the camel before, right? It's to attract it's, kids. I didn't know that. Because the camel's, like, a cute mascot. And that's crazy. It was just, like, their way of, like, getting into kids' heads. Like, oh, yeah. Could you Smoke. ever could you ever sell something 
in good conscience knowing that the only purpose is to harm people? No. No. But they always spin it. There's always a way to spin it. So then what about alcohol? Would you serve, like, would you sell alcohol? Because I think alcohol and cigarettes are are too different. It's, it's, they're both, they both bring you, can bring you some happiness or some joy or some good feeling, but they also can destroy your body and kill you. And I think it's good that we're transparent, but as you see, like, if you go to other countries and you see the cigarette, the package of cigarettes has, like, a dead fetus on it. What? And stuff like that. And people are like, yeah, like, um... Can I get the, the dead, dead fetus? fetus? The dead fetus three thousands. Yeah, how much are those? Oh yeah, uh, and it's like you open. Oh look, yeah, it's got a nice picture of dead fetus on there. Let me have one. People just don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't care. Cause it's addictive, man. I don't get how if tobacco is legal, how other shit isn't legal, dude. Like that's the tobacco whole, that's is the whole, is so much worse and so much shit that we're yeah. like is it's a mix of a lot of things it's political it's racial it's a, it's a lot of things yeah. old it's time literally just cancer just in a stick passing down like that you like marijuana it's got a, like deemed demonized and illegal because hemp no but are you know, like marijuana is illegal alcohol was illegal back in the day I'm sure there was still cigarettes like tobacco has been yeah. around ever since we started prohibition showed that it's a failure to yeah like all of this shit is do. like. I don't know, man. It's just surprising to me. Well, it's just that it became it became money first, you know, like tobacco. It was down in the south, being picked and everything, and it became major a major cash crop. Yeah, exactly. Well, also, well, like back before all the science and stuff, they didn't know. They they smoked it. it Bro, they good. knew. Do you think two hundred years ago they knew that it was gonna? Oh give them no, no, but two hundred years ago they didn't put all the carcinogens in it either. There was just straight tobacco. True. Because they would grow tobacco plants. Like yeah. I, I remember one time in math class, like some dude in my class used to roll tobacco cigarettes. Yeah. Just pure tobacco. In yeah. math class? Yeah, it was stupid. He's like, yeah, <laughs> aren't I so cool for rolling? That's basically what he sounded like. I, yeah. yeah, I was rolling. I don't care what he's going to say to me. Yeah. So, bro, you look stupid. Damn. All right, another time. I dipped in class. Would you ever roll a cigarette? No, in, but I... In math class? I mean... 15-person math class? What's the what's the purpose? It's not like you're gonna smoke it right then and there. I guess better. Than but he smoked it right after class. Maybe that's why, because he, you know, if he was going in between classes, he was on a short time schedule. I don't know. If I'm a teacher and some guy starts rolling a cigarette in my class, oh, I'm gonna feel. Some I mean, if you get caught, you're bro. It was a fifteen person matter. Yo, he was. It's not like he was hiding it. Bro, he had the paper. He was just like he had a bag of tobacco. That's he was like the, putting it on the table. Well, that's the like, teacher's fault. Yeah, that's on the How teacher. Did not say something. I don't know, man. It was yeah. weird. Yeah, I, I used to dip, but. I was, I hit it. I wasn't dumb about yeah. it. So even that is different than like cigarettes. Like there's what like five million gazillion dude carcinogens no. and shit. Chewing tobacco fucked up my mouth. You're crazy. It's just dude. It's nice. I really enjoyed it. You still do it, right? No, no. I just did it for a few months, uh, for like nine months, two years ago. After I finished, like at the end of my coaching. Um high school football and then for a while and then I quit last August so yeah it's been on and off for like fucking nine years ten years nice yeah well Joey thanks for what for your insight you're welcome I think we should wrap it up guys we've been going for a long time yeah Yeah. so uh, anyone have closing thoughts don't do drugs. Yeah, do your research if you are going to do them. At least know what you're doing. 
No, just say don't do drugs. Dude, caffeine is a drug. Sugar is a drug. Caffeine is a drug. Alcohol is a drug. We can talk about that one day. Do you think if you tell people not to do drugs that you're going to have like some 11-year-old listen to this podcast and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to date that dude? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Knee slapper. All right. um, Thanks, everyone, for joining us. I uh, I appreciate it. Um, Do you guys want to say anything before we left? We'll see you next time. I forgot that was a camera. Um, all right. Thank you, guys. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Leave us feedback. Follow us at EdDemGradBoys on Twitter and IG. Uh, we're becoming really, really, really famous now. So you want to hop on the wave now uh, before we don't know who you are because we're too famous. All right. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. Joey, stop sniffing the fucking mic. Goodbye. That's an hour 30.